street fight, friends and family, guys, gals, non-binary pals, wherever you are on this flat earth, thanks for being here. We are streaming live to you from the west side between the uh, Behavioral Health Center and the Witch Lab uh, next to the pawn shop out here on West Broad Street, Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for being here early. We're going early now. Brian's got to watch his wrestling. I want to watch wrestling, but I'm not. Um, can't find the time to do it. But eventually I will watch it again if we get a watch party going. Um, other than that, I mean, it's the same Street Fighter radio show every week. It's the same thing. You know what it is already. I'm growing tired of introing the same way. And I'm um, losing my grip on my reality. It's a really bad day for me. So uh, glad you're here. I don't have my computer. I can't see what you're saying in the chat. Uh, just drinking some beers. Oh, it's I me, guess. I guess I look at the chat. Maybe. No, I, it's it's too distracting. I think. It's fine with me though. I don't I don't get like too tied up in the, in the chat. Um, bad day, huh? That sucks. I fucking slept in today, and I hate it. I feel like such a piece of shit when I sleep during the day. I don't get anything done as it is, and then when I sleep during the day, it's just like a big fuck you to everything. And then I don't know. I just I hate myself. That's all it is. I just, haven't slept in today. I got up at nine thirty. I'm getting up around nine now. Nine thirty. Sometimes even eight thirty. It's pretty king level shit for me. It's like I uh, haven't done that since I worked a real job. Like when they made me do it. Yeah, when you had to wake up fifteen minutes before you were there. No, supposed to be there. No, you I didn't go, do that. Uh, uh, no, I got up like an hour and a half oh, before even... I would go have to go to work, and I would like fucking make coffee and wander around the fucking house. Uh, so you've I, always been a routine guy. Yeah, I mean, I've always a wake up routine. I've always worked like I've never been an eight o'clock guy, except for the last six months I did cable. And that's because they made me like I was uh, the earliest shift I had to work before they made me do eight to four thirty was uh, nine to six. And like that, I hated doing it. And it made me really mad because I had signed on to do um, I had signed on to do eleven to eight. And then they switched it to 10 to 7 during the summer, which is like, give me fucking the 9 to 6 during the summer. I want to get up early during the summer. Mm. So they switched it and I had to start getting back up early and all that shit again. And uh, it was just, uh, I hated that. I hated that. So no, I've never been a get up early guy, even when I had a real job, except for, like I said, if I had to be in at 9, I got up at 7.30 and... That counts, I think. Fucking wandered around the house. And I I always worked like a half hour away from my house, too. No matter uh, where I fucking worked, it was always a half hour away. 25 minutes or something. Yeah. I mean, but like the thing is, I live a mile and a half away from where my wife works. And it takes her a half hour to get to work. So I just think it takes people a half hour to get to work. I yeah. don't I don't think there's it, no way to get around it. Yeah. I don't think it's like one of those things where like you can 
move you could move next door if you have to start a car to go to work it's going to take a half hour it's impossible not to take a half hour i was the same thing with the store like by my house it's like if i walk to the store and i get what i need and i walk home it takes a half hour if i drive to the store and i get what i need and i drive home it also takes a half hour so like it's always a half hour just don't get in cars that's yeah. the fucking problem. I know people are like, oh, but the bus takes like an hour. It's like, yeah, you can look at your phone while you're in the bus, though. You can read a book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, looking at your phone is the new reading a book, if you think about it. Right? Like, so do you read that in a tech magazine? That's just what I say. Tech Radar? Just that, publish that article? That's just what I say so that I don't feel bad for looking at my phone all the time. It's like, I probably read more than I ever have in my whole life. This is like right here, nice little book in my pocket. It's like having a paperback rolled up in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when phones first, when I first got a smartphone and I started to get Twitter and I was texting and all that shit. I do 100% remember saying, like, I read more now than I did before I had a phone. Because I'm reading tweets. I'm reading text. I'm reading emails. I'm just, I'm a reader. And uh, that's not true. It's Well, it's true technically. But it's, you know, you're reading stupid stupidity, I believe. Yeah. I just listened to a lot of Dave Ramsey today. So. Uh, stupid. Everything's stupid. Well, that's I, stupid. Yes, I love the way he says it. It's stupid. Yeah, I hate that guy so fucking much, man. Uh, got a drink. Of, I got a nice water today cool. in my in our cool studio cups. Uh, they say urine collection container on them. I stole them from a uh, drug testing place that I was at. I mm -hmm. was just like, they had a whole bunch of them. I was like, damn, those are some nice cups. They say urine on them. Mm -hmm. So you're in luck. Yeah, I was in luck. I was. Uh, uh, I did go to my concert on Monday, and I missed the opening act. I really wanted to see them, uh, Pool Kids, but I did not. I got there in time for Save Face. Uh, it was a jumpsuit group. There was like six of them, and they had jumpsuits on. And they had this t-shirt that said Gay Slipknot. And they had a picture of them. And I'm regretting not having it. Like, I'm regretting that I didn't buy it. I've been thinking about it every day I wake up. I'm like, I'll wear the gay slipknot shirt. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't buy the gay slipknot shirt. Damn, that is kind of cool. Jumpsuit groups are fucking cool. They were man. cool. They, was re they were real. We all of them were had their own personalities going on, but they were unified in their jumpsuits. They sound like a lot like My Chemical Romance, too. They're like from New Jersey, very horror themed, lots of skeletons and blood and shit. They were good. Uh, Origami Angel is fucking amazing. I loved it. Could not get another black eye. It's way too pop punky way too nice it was just very nice people moshing i did get violent like one time i was just one time try to take over the middle of the pit and challenge everybody to to bring me down i got to do one of those like a king of the mountain yeah sort yep. of situation yep. yeah just grab them and fucking sling them off of you just use their <laughs> momentum against them <laughs> yeah it's yeah. also tiny it's scrawny people it's scrawny people music it's just totally like Clove cigarettes, skin and bone people mostly that were out there, little yeah. whiny guys. Yeah, and I'm a I'm now a bigger whiny guy. Yeah, I mean I I the last few concerts I went to that were like like the garage rock shows I go to I just feel like a fucking monster yeah. in there. I feel like Godzilla in that pit. I love it. Yeah, I love fucking standing in there and those little skinny boys just bouncing <laughs> off of me. Like yeah, yeah wow. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't have your daddy weight yet. <laughs> yeah. You would have to fucking start from running outside to move me, my friend. Yeah. And that might not even work. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Slipknot. Uh, Mom Jeans was good. Uh, once again, thank you, Heather and Sam, for making that happen. Really appreciate it. Uh, you had a, you had a rough getting here from, uh, uh, what you told me before we recorded oh. and, uh, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be an easy thing to, I was going to drop my kid off and then I had to go to a parent teacher conference and the parent teacher conference took so, so long. It, I feel like I've complained about this all the time, but my kid has like two teachers. So I have to do like double conferences and her teacher just like, he never says shit. He just, he has his bullet points and he says them over and over again. And then we're like 39 minutes in and I'm like, fuck guy, what do you got? Give me something better here. And then you need to read and write with her every night. Like I knew that. Yeah. I knew that one. You want to fucking, do, you do like, did you sign up for the conference yeah. or did they have, did they send out an email? Like how did the conferences work at, at her at, school? My ex signed up for it. Oh, so here's, here's how my philosophy on that was, uh, she's not wrong. Erica, you guys aren't wrong for going to conferences now. Uh, I got grief from my kid because we didn't sign up for conferences this year. She said she really wanted us to meet her art teacher because she thinks we'd be friends. And I'm like, ain't going to strike up a friendship there. It's yeah. just not going to fucking happen. Hey, you know? hey, Pete, let me get your number. Maybe <laughs> you can throw a few back this weekend. Yeah, but I just don't sign up. And I know it might even just sound like I don't care. Uh, but the truth is I like, don't yeah, really, no, because like whatever goes on there, she's not getting in trouble. All the indications that come back to me from there in, in respect to report cards are that she has all A's and B's. So what do I need to talk to the teachers about? Like what, what kind of conversation do I have to have? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't, um, I mean, like people that don't have kids don't understand how something so precious and miraculous, you cannot give a fuck about what happens at school with them. Like, yeah, that, that's your away from me time. Like, that's your other life. You have like, that's your school dad. That's not like, we don't talk or anything. I mean, he just, he just keeps you safe. What am I even fucking supposed to say to him? Like, what am I, am I supposed to be like, so are you teaching critical yeah. race theory? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That I mean, that's probably a lot of what's going on right now with teachers. I'd love to, uh, hopefully yeah. on Sunday, we can get some teachers to call in and talk about their conferences. Cause man, I'll bet you if you're fucking in the suburbs now. And you're doing parent teacher conferences. Oh you have to, yeah. You're going to, I mean, uh, there's a percentage. Even Some if of it's them, 1%, are, they're the ones that sign up for the conference. Right, that's true. I mean, there's most of them are cowards, but it's such a huge part of like that platform that there's no way that you could get around not having having someone ask about it. Yeah. What, what you, what's your opinion on this? Or, or even like, uh, here's the open-minded, like no spin zone. What, what's your opinion on a critical race theory? Yeah. Just yeah. what's your opinion on it? I don't even know. I, I like would love... I. I wish a teacher could hire me to come in and do their conferences. Pretend for to be them the teacher. And just pretend to be the teacher. Just so I could like I wanna just say this. Like if they said, Are you teaching critical race theory? I would like to just be like, what do you think that is? Like that's I would like to ask that question. Like what 
Yeah. Have I given... That would be a fun time. Yeah. I just don't know what it is. Just like, set up what a, you, I know what it is. Set up a booth that says, <laughs> what is critical race theory to you? Yeah. And just wait for people to show up. Oh, those people would show up yeah. first, though. People they, would fucking turn their cars around. <laughs> <laughs> if you sat on a corner of a busy intersection. Just gonna go fucking sit. You know how, like, every, like suburban area has like a big fucking walmart and like a whole big area where there's like a tgi fridays a walmart a fucking sam's club like all that stuff just go sit on the island at the stoplight where you're entering into that place with a sign that says tell me what critical race theory is and see if somebody i mean people would really want to tell you oh yeah yeah i mean i've heard they're ready to battle yeah, oh yeah, they're so rare. I mean, you see these fucking the meet the school board meetings. Yeah, those are crazy, man. Like I I just like I don't know if I don't know why they're so like tied up in knots about the curriculum at the school. Because like they don't fucking know anything from school. They're not sitting around knowing stuff i mean they know long division well yeah i mean they're getting because they're getting fucking manipulated by the prager you guys and the cock brothers and shit yeah and yeah. Uh, because it's helpful to the it's helpful to the american white supremacy project to get people confused and mad about something that isn't even relevant to their school i think it was better though i think my favorite conservative panic was like a few years ago like we were doing Street Fight at this time was uh, a Common Core match. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Like, where they were just so... I had somebody yelling about Common Core math at me at hanging out at a friend's house. Somebody else was over there, and they were yelling at me. Uh-huh. Like, back when I did Division, it was... Yeah. You know, it was easy. And these kids, now they got them making all kinds of numbers. Like, okay. Nine times nine equals 81. What are they, what's all this gobbledygook they got them writing squares and shit, making pictograms. Yeah. 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 You just write it down. You just magically know it. Just look inside your brain and write it down. You don't have to learn it. I mean, one of the, one of our friends that he was there, I was at his house and he had somebody else over and that person was talking about, he was like, uh, well, long division isn't like a real thing. It, like you don't learn anything when you do long division because it's like all memorization. Because even when you're doing like long division, you're still depending on your memorization of the timetables, which you shouldn't like be. I mean, it's nice to know those numbers, but like it's nicer to know where you get to those numbers. It's nicer to know where seven times seven equals 49 comes from yeah oh did you see that how quickly i got that answer amazing yeah that's fucking that's pre-common core math learning right times tables yeah memorize your times tables yeah they would play you a song i'm so old that first they would play you a song that would be like just a real swingy number where they would teach you the time the three times three is nine Three times four is 12. Like Bossa Nova? Yeah, it was like a Dean Martin type situation. It was that kind of music. music. Like real like, yeah. And uh, uh, then at the end of the week, they would pass out these worksheets with them jumbled up. Like, so they would move 
three times three away from three times four. And then they would be like, go. And then everybody had to race to fill it all in. Yeah. And then if like the time, if you didn't get it done by the time it was over, they were like, stop. And then you had to like shamefully like go hand in yeah. your thing. And they would just be like, Oh, see, you couldn't get it, Brian. And it's like, fuck. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I don't understand your goddamn timetables. I didn't memorize the fucking song. Yeah. It didn't seem relevant to me. <laughs> yeah. I've got like, I've got some, I got to remember who all the Voltron pilots are. I got to remember other stuff besides times tables. I was real big into drawing video games. At that in third grade, like me and a guy would like sit down and be like, "This is how the level would look." And oh. you're like draw a pirate ship and then some lines and then like some fall ins. He's like, "He's gonna fall in here and hit here and stuff like like." That's what I was busy okay. doing at that and pencil fighting. Yes, that was that was high level. I was so bad at it and bloody knuckles, which also I I lost a lot because just no way he wins. You can win. But you don't win. I know. That's the thing. It's like, get out before you fucking peel off some skin yeah. from the old knuckle. Right. And Mercy, which that game fucked me up, man. So that was my elementary school. Two, uh, so this is from NBC News. Uh, I sent this to you, Brett. It's a really funny uh, headline. Uh, Capital riot suspects say they're force-fed critical race theory and anti-white message in jail. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea we were gotten that far. I guess if, if you're like... Re-education camps now? Yeah. If you're buying into the need for jail, then they should be taught critical race theory in jail. Yeah. Because that's what they hate. Yeah, that's what pu- that's what being punished is. Learning well, critical race theory. <laughs> you got a point there, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go on all the conservative pages and say, actually, this isn't this is an ideal punishment because we would all hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. I believe it should be like rehabilitation. I don't. And think- critical race theory will rehab maybe some of their racist mind. No. They'll just get mad about it the whole time. Then cut their heads off and get it over with. I like that idea. I like that idea. The the shaman got three years. I saw that. In prison. She's like, what? I mean, I don't know what he did, really. I don't think he did he anything. He walked in there and he was just kind of standing around. But, like, he painted himself in a way. Yeah, that made him that, the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you already said it with your giggle. My guy loved attention yeah, so yeah. much. Now he's going to go to prison for three years. Mr. Lightning Rod. But, man, I'll tell you what. That's good. That's going to be an easy three years. That's better than going to college. Because uh, when he gets out, he's a fucking hero. Oh, yeah. He's going to... I mean, he's going to be sitting in He'll there. Be on Fox News. Maybe. I don't even know oh, about that. I think, like, probably just that whole pipeline of dark money will... He'll be doing speeches right, at right, right, like right. CPAC and stuff like that. Yeah. And talking about like the need. I don't even know. Like maybe he'll come out and say, like, we need jail. Like jail is super important. I spent three years in prison and uh I learned my lesson and uh, now we have to send more people to prison. <laughs> ooh, that's insidious. I mean, that is like something that's smart. Yeah, that's a that's where the money is for him. I don't know where else you can I mean the QAnon thing is gonna be done in three years. Yeah. It's Q- already kind of done. Right. 
it's led into a whole other thing now. I don't even, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. Anti-vax. I, yeah, anti-vax. You're right. You're right. I mean, when COVID is fully a hunt, like pretty contained, and it's not something that is like where we're not wearing masks anymore, right? Then those people will have to find a new thing. Uh, they might just stick with critical race theory, but they might also have no, moved on from that by then. So many new amazing things for them to be mad about. <laughs> cancel culture they've been i saw a, a it's going it's getting stronger cancel culture is big yeah it's it an is. industry there, i saw a, a, a news story today that the, some uh petroleum lobbying group said that people are using cancel culture on uh gas companies like <laughs> <petroleum> <laughs> companies. i have okay. to get that I'll, i i will find that real quick because uh it was really funny to me that oil companies would say like they're doing cancel culture on us. Do you see uh, who was it too? Uh, the Daily Wire hired Adam Carolla. Oh well, good for well, yeah, that does. He he's doing a comedy series featuring uncancelable comedians. <laughs> who? All of them are fucking uncancelable. I know, I know. They don't even understand what's happening. They're just, they're so confused. Dave Chappelle keeps saying he's canceled. Yeah. And he's so rich. There is a fucking big screen on the Value City Arena for his documentary film that's going to be shown in a fucking arena. Yeah. yeah. On a TV screen. Yeah. They won't let him put it on TV uh, when the president normally has a spot, though. So he's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he's something, man. That guy is going into it. Uh, so here it is. Uh, in a, the statement came. So so there's these cl- climate talks, okay? And the GECF is an umbrella group for 19 countries that all have major natural gas reserves, according to the statement. They represent 70% of all proven reserves on Earth. Uh, The statement contains typical diplomatic language, heaping praise on the UK for hosting talks that featured excellent arrangement and warm hospitality, calling now a critical time for humanity in the wake of the pandemic and noting that gas has embedded itself in all important discussions around energy, blah, blah, blah. In other words, but the statement goes off into a bizarre tangential ending that adds to the fever dream of modern life. And here it is. Notwithstanding the ongoing reductionism and cancel culture on hydrocarbons, the GECF aspires to present a balanced energy transition roadmap for a constructive debate that will enable policymakers to instigate and perhaps lead a realistic energy transition. So uh, the cancel culture on hydrocarbons. These damn scientists got together. Man. We're so mad about, but I'm. I want to cancel hydrocarbons. Just to be totally clear, um, you want to check in. Uh, uh, I have an, an idea for a name for a segment, Brett. What's that? Uh, I want to call it "According to Jim." <laughs> Any old Jim, or oh no, we're gonna check the... into our gym. Oh no, the gym we both love so much. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's my fucking. Primary mission in life now Canceling. is Brewer Watch. Brewer Watch? Okay. <laughs> I, need to, I need to always know what's going on with this fucking guy. Uh, he's always he's pushing the debate forward. 
our buddy uh, Pliny the Elder sent us this. And uh, here we go. Hanging out here. I got shows in Omaha, Nebraska tonight, tomorrow night. And uh, <laughs> are you uh, enjoying the great distraction circus I am? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you... I'm jealous. <laughs> I only laugh. I'm jealous. <laughs> I wish I had the ability to turn my turn my fucking phone on and say that. <laughs> this is a Facebook post, so this is really where his people are. Are you ready for the distraction yeah. circus? Here, it's a wonderful show. Joe Biden as communist Biden takes all of our freedoms away. <laughs> Enjoy the show, my friends. <laughs> yeah. wow. He's a carnival barker. What a show. Yeah. I, I want to point out for the people that can't see this, which is everybody except for me, he is in a uh, hotel hallway, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, not in the room. He might be in the room. Okay. Uh, he's standing by a window, and it looks like a long hallway behind him. So he might get a suite. I don't fucking know, but uh, let's talk about this Rittenhouse kid today. Well, uh, clearly he's an American hero. Hero? What are you, some kind of an animal? He murdered people. Yeah, no, it was in self-defense. Self-defense, he should have never been there anyway. What's a 16-year-old doing with a gun? <laughs> so he's mad at both sides here. Jim he- seems like he's not. On either side of the Rittenhouse thing, which I am on the, he's back. He was wrong to kill those people. Sure. I mean, I don't think it's, <laughs> I think it's wrong to kill people. I think it's wrong to drive 300 miles to shoot people. Yeah. You got to play it safe. You got to tell the people what they want to hear, right? I'm against that. <laughs> um, it's me. Yeah. Uh, this is also, um, Best reaction ever is just when it's like, stop talking about it. Yeah, like everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking, 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 talking. Shut up. It's like, yep. you're not adding anything. Why don't you shut up and go somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is here talking about shit. Yeah. We're, we're having we're, we're having a conversation. I'm fighting online because I want to. Yeah. I'm bored at work and I'm fighting online. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to hear what I have to say. Go somewhere else. I it is like when you're at a party, yeah, and you're standing in a group and you're having a conversation. You might be like debating some political thing or something like that with somebody, but not in a no. like we're not yelling at each other. We're just and then somebody fucking pokes their head in and says, "Oh, not politics." <laughs> Are we talking about politics? Why don't we just agree to disagree? Yeah, it's like go home. Could leave the Shut party, up, baby. I'm a conversation here. He was trying to defend some real people. Did you see the people he actually killed? They were monsters. I never, nobody. If anything, I think we should take guns away. Jesus, Jim. Thing, I think he's the right reason why we need more guns. He's the only one that sees this. I know. By the way, if like he didn't get on his Facebook and post this, then everybody would be like, "Damn, man, the the media." The media is uh, that we're all fooled by the media. 
He's a real media guy. He I know. loves saying the media. It's just, uh, it's uh, one of those paintings of like a million people like staring at the light of their phone and then Jim Brewer standing on a chair and looking up above it and seeing like the puppet strings coming down and shit. <laughs> he just did like the audio version of that. He is. He is. <laughs> Sire, our plan is working geniusly as it has for centuries. They just keep dividing and we keep conquering as if <laughs> dividing i think he did say dividing they keep dividing and we keep conquering by the he way he just said conking man <laughs> dividing conking yes <laughs> more distracted we need to oh aaron rogers aaron rogers is a liar i'm gonna say this about aaron rogers he did lie like that is indisputable in the Aaron Rodgers discourse is that he he did lie. So you can I don't know if you can be mad because people said a guy that lied is lying. What did he lie about? Oh, he said he was immunized, right? <laughs> yeah. He didn't lie. People heard what they wanted. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He fucking chewed like some birch beer. He drank a birch beer or something. I don't know. Someone took mint oil and ran it through a strainer and then put it in 90 ounces of water and he drank it. <laughs> Shot of whiskey, maybe. like A hot toddy. Yeah. Yeah. A hot toddy. Lie. Why can't he be a teammate? Just get vaccinated. I think it's actually a choice. You should have a choice if you want to or do a, a double choice or a for the means of other people, of course. Man. Oh, please. What is going on? He's he's lost it, dude. Yeah. He is. He sounds like he's overheating. Like he's I, malfunctioning. We need to like sort of lock him in to a room for a little bit and just to study him and figure out where his brain like fuck. He's dude. speaking in tongues. I think this is from the Lord. <laughs> Baby. Oh, it's saying people haven't died? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be taking horse pills and taking advice from Joe Rogan, who's not a doctor. It's misinformation, and my information is the information. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of the things he's mad about here is things like people saying Joe Rogan's not a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Joe Rogan's not a doctor. Well, he hangs out with a lot of them. Yeah. He talks to him for three hours. Joe Rogan is not a doctor. Uh, hey, that's, that's, just your, true. that's just like your opinion, man. That's true. That's true. Uh, a little bit more here. The great divide and conquer, sire. They will never unite. <laughs> Plan's been working for centuries. He's repeating himself now, number one. But also, who is Sire? Like, I would love to ask him who the king Who's is. Who's in charge? Yeah. Who is the Sire? And who is the person advising the Sire? He like, seems like he's going super po populist right now. He's trying to say, like, they're controlling all of us. It's, it's such a right-wing thing, too. But who? It, that's what you want to uh, ask him is, who is they? Starts with a J. I probably, <laughs> I mean, I would guess he's probably had that conversation oh, yeah. that starts with a, yeah. Yeah. Our plan's been working for centuries. Or are they starting to catch on and we will unite eventually? 
Turn Wonder the circus what? off, or at least know you're watching one. Thanks, okay. Jim. Thanks, Jim. Okay. I will turn See, the circus off, or at least know I'm watching one. He, did, he didn't even stand by his own side. Like, now he's just trying to say everybody's misinformed, everybody's stupid. But he was the guy that was... He was he was half of that conversation like a month ago. I would love for him to explain stuff to me. Yeah. He never explains stuff to you, you know? It's it's really like noises. He just makes noises. He does. He, he does a really good job he, at that though. I mean mocking tones. He loves that. That's, That's his the shit. extent of his comedy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, vaccines don't work. Oh, vaccines do work. Yeah, they don't work. <laughs> See what I mean, folks? Everybody's Taz. Everybody's That's, Taz. Sounds like Taz. That was Taz. When he does it. Um, I looked at, so his podcast, he is posting, um, he is also posting samples of his, his Patreon podcast now. Mm, did and, you sign up for it yet? Uh, I haven't signed up for You're it yet. You're allowed to. I, well, I know I'm allowed to. I just haven't done it yet. Okay. You have other, you have other vile uh, right-wing dipshits to to spend your time on before you jump into the Brewerverse. I'm listening to uh, Solly Erna's podcast oh, right now. <laughs> He's so dumb. I, there was this part that was so uncomfortable to me listening to that podcast it was just him and his friends shooting a shit for an episode oh it God, wasn't like the worst yeah and like, hey man remember that wild time at uh at crino's they're like oh it was crazy man it was so it was so wild and they're just like okay is someone gonna say what wild thing happened or are we just gonna keep saying it was wild i might be able to get this up here because this uh, I'm going to get this up here i i know exactly where to find it i really do love those people that tell you that they had the craziest experience, but they don't remember anything about it. It's hard to believe it's crazy, you know? The crazy stuff sticks with me. Yeah. You know? Oh, if yeah. If somebody jumps out of a fucking window off the patio or something, that kind of stuff sticks with me. I would say that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. If somebody just got really wasted, not that memorable. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. I got us right here, too. I think I got us right there. All right, here this we go. This is like this is your this is your job. This is torture for me, though. Yeah, this I, is hazard pay for I, my very I love sensitive ears that have good taste. Okay, so I I need to set this up real quick, just a little bit. Sully sent so they do a thing on hometown sessions called um called um Taco Tuesday, where they they get tacos. Oh. I was hoping for something better. And they, nope, it is not that. They get tacos and they sit around a table and they eat eat tacos. In front of a microphone? In front of a microphone Uh, on camera. No, that's a different type of thing. And they talk to each other about, no, I'm I'm serious when I say that he he is very uninteresting guy. Oh yeah, he can meander. He can yeah. really take you down a road to nowhere. But his friends, way more uninteresting. Whoa. <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, they're bragging about him. Sully's got the craziest stories, man. He was at the bar one time, and this guy got wild. <laughs> that is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> but this was such a fucking window into their relationship. And and, and so... Cole's ass skull and crossbone jewelry on and shit. <laughs> so the guy they send to get the tacos... They say you need to wash your hands. 
to the guy. Somebody in the chat points out that this guy needs to wash his hands before he eats or hands out the food. Okay. Now Sully is commenting on that right now. On the on the the commenter. On the hand washing situation happening uh-huh. now and the food and and how dirty the food might be. They could have that one. fucked oh. up my taco. There you go. Is um the Mexicans that made it all right, so what he said is the only thing that could have fucked up my taco is the Mexicans that made it. Now, now listen to this. This is so funny. It's such a mirror. It's such a window. I see you, Everyone's saying, Everybody's trying to say hi to Fester. Oh, oh wait. Some, oh, Fuck, Leah's I went back too far. Leah's all over the in to get the taco. <laughs> all right, here we are. And that's not racist, so enough of that shit. It sounded racist to me the way you said it. <laughs> When you say Mexican like that, it sounds racist a lot. It's true. They're just people. Like, it doesn't, like we know who makes tacos for the most part. Like, it would be, it, I guess I would point out if a white person made my taco. Like, I point that out. Like, these fucking white people tacos. I hate them. They're cold. They always throw fucking cabbage in there or something crazy. I guess there's cabbage in Mexican. But anyways, they always throw carrots and all their bullshit, like Condado or any of the gringo taco places in town. Yeah. That's, that's worthy. Otherwise... You, you're being racist. The people that made my Mex- tacos. Yes. You could say the people that made my tacos. The fucking guy is even fine. The fucking guys that made my tacos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Even even the dipshit that made yes. my tacos. Yes, I don't any even, of that. Anything that you... Any, Loser. Yeah. I don't care. You said you pointed <laughs> out their race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's an assumption that they're Mexican anyway is just a weird fucking thing because... That's there are a lot of places where it's not Mexican people make like you're just assuming something. Yeah, at that point, they're not good to eat at though. No, is um the Mexicans that made it. Okay, here he is. And that's not racist. So enough of that shit. I don't want to hear it. He it wasn't racist enough because he he could have said an actual slur and that would have been the joke. He was he's doing soft racism. He didn't have the guts to just say a fucking slur. So then he had to point out that it was kind of racist or it felt racist when he said it. That's why he said that out loud. I like the other guy that that says, oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> That's what, that was what hits me so good. I go back real quick. Just one second. I, I got to play it again here. And that's not racist. So enough of that shit. Here it I don't want to hear it. Here it comes. <laughs> he's he's talked about racism a lot. Yeah. So he has spent a lot of time talking about racism. This is how it begins. I don't want to hear anything else about racism. Here we go. This country got out of fucking control. Everybody needs to get a handle on shit. Yes, people don't know the difference between racist and racial. I bet. Oh, no. See, I left all this stuff behind me. I got out of the workforce. I don't have to hear shit like this. This is the only time I hear dumb shit like this. I feel like I'm on a smoke break (laughs) at the warehouse. I know. I know. I have that. I can't believe that he posted that. I mean, and you're like, so has it been up for for a while? People don't know the difference between racist and racial. Okay, I don't think I don't either actually. He's, what do you mean? He's got more. Do anything. If someone said, Oh, that Italian guy made that pasta back there. racist. It wouldn't be racist. No, it wouldn't. Then, then his friend is like wrong. He's like messing up his whole thing where he's like racist and he's like, eh, no, no. 
they wouldn't say that's racist. But it would be fucking stupid to say the Italian guy that made my pasta. Yeah, it's redundant. <laughs> and people don't point out Italians. Why? Why is that, Sully? <laughs> Why? Because you feel like they're one of you. Because they're a whitey. <laughs> it would be extremely fucking yeah. Someone would say the Mexican made the taco. Nowadays, it's someone will be racist. Oh, yeah. See. See why? <laughs> Again, because someone will say. Yeah. You know, right. That's what we were saying. Yeah. But if you go to an Italian Mesta, restaurant, I'm gonna wrap. Say, I'm gonna wrap this taco right here for you. Look at this. Look at this. I need cheese on it. Look. Well, so they've moved on now and they're just eating the tacos. But okay. yeah, that was the funny. That was such a he got window. Me. He proved me wrong. Yeah, I thought he was racist. Turns out he's not. Because no. he says Italian guys make fucking meatball subs. <laughs> he said he didn't want to. I don't want to hear anything about racism. Uh, and then he's like, uh, uh, what if an Italian guy made. I mean, what if an Italian guy made that taco? That's possible too. Mm. Italian guys can make tacos. Mm, not one you'd want to eat. No, yeah. I mean, you ideally you want a Mexican to make your taco or somebody from that, somebody from a Latin descent to make your taco. You you definitely want that, but you again they're saying in the chat too, which is if you yell, it's not racist. That it's, yeah, you just said some racist. He felt it immediately. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and and the other guy that that came walking in. Is uh, uh, the guy that comes walking in and says, uh, I'm just telling you, to, he's like nervous because he's one of his flunkies. And he's just like, I'm just kind of telling you to stop because people might to say that's racist. Like, yeah. Everybody in the room has had to bear the brunt of Sully Erna's racism. Yeah. They, they, after he leaves, after he makes his big proclamation and statements, fucks up a whole party or a bar or whatever. These are the people that have to go and apologize to the bartender <laughs> and apologize to everybody else is there. It is it's like when you're the guy being loud and ignorant, it is fun. But when you're on the sidelines and you're looking at the reactions from everybody else, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> that was really. You don't want to be in that crew. Yeah. And, and everybody else in the room has like real jobs and he fucking bullied them at the beginning into saying what they do. And, and where they work. So now they're on this video oh God. on YouTube. Oh, no. It's like a guy's like, I own a construction company and it's called this. And another guy's like, I own a screen printing company uh. and it's called this. And it's just like they're sitting at the table. It's like, well, Sully's fine. Yeah, Sully can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. He's solid already. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, that's a really good time. Let's uh let's uh, oh, I wanted to ask you actually one thing. Okay. Take your wife on a date last week? No, I wasn't supposed to. You said you were gonna do it on Friday. Oh, did I? Yeah, you're still a hermit. I'm still a hermit, yeah. I did I did not go out last Friday. We went and did something though. We did go hang out with people. That doesn't count. But no. We got dinner. And went to somebody's house. We should have. We should have gone out. You're hermit. I mean, we have to do it this weekend. I have turned into a hermit. I mean, I'm gone all day. But that's like alone. Walking around town. Not really going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's a movie coming out soon that I want to see. So, that could that might get me moving. Okay. That might get the B-man out there. I want to see Licorice Pizza. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I love that guy's movies. Yeah. 
I'm a big that guy's movies fan. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movies fan. Yeah. Um, like I'm not going to be negative. I'm already degrees. negative as fuck, but I can be super negative about it. It's like 85 degrees in this room. I hate the fucking millennial. I wish I was 16 again shit or wasn't falling in love at 18. The best time of your fucking life. It seems like Pen15 and every other fucking show is about 90s kids. There's just been a deluge of fucking movies. And I guess because it's middle age and people have a midlife crisis now. Um, but I just was really sad to see that he fell into that fucking groove. That's we made a 70s kids so? movie. 70s teens. So? I like those movies. I like Dazed and Confused. I love that movie. So I figure this could be good. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It just looks like same old crap to me. <laughs> I love his movies. I mean, seriously, could one be, of my I favorites. I just don't like the themes that are involved. I just don't. I don't. I'm not jealous of teenagers. And I'm not. I don't. Oh, me neither. But I don't want to look backwards. I don't want to spend my entertainment time looking backwards mm. on some made up fucking fancy life. Yeah, I don't want to watch movies about forty-three-year-olds though either. Really, like too many of them. I guess I don't. I don't have a certain age period of movie that I would want to see. I don't know. I I hear it's good. I want to see it, uh, and it might get me to go to the movie theater again. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Um, so I have this from uh, uh, Prager U Kids. Jesus, you got a lot of shit today. Oh, yeah, man. That's what I get. You've got like a really deep bag of shit. That's where I go out and find stuff. But I thought this would be good because this is for children. Uh, how bad can it be? Um, so well, like we said, PragerU is for kids, but it's actually mostly for like just illiterate Republicans that have a kid brain. <laughs> this is for kids. It's mostly grandmas watching it and be like, oh, I didn't know that about the Federal Reserve. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Brett, talk to the people. I'm going off camera and, and taking my undershirt off. Okay. So you, you're going to see me without a shirt, but they will not. Only fans content. I could stick my t- singlet, you know? Singlet underneath? Uh, I said I would do a singlet for only fans. Uh, this is this is the show that we do. Um, <laughs> I don't have a I, shirt on I, right now. I don't know what's coming up next. Um... Shocktober Volume 3 will be in the store soon. Uh, I want to work on a shirt or something, but I don't want to work on anything at all. Um, I just don't care about anything at all. <sighs> I'm here. I'm here. Let's, uh, let's, let's see what the kids are learning. You're right, though. This is probably grandma's I think this one and I'm saying it would be nice if kids would watch They just are sitting there and imagining they're like eight-year-old kids sitting crisscross applesauce. No, well, they would call it something else. Uh, but they're imagining their kids <laughs> sitting on the floor, uh, like watching this and just being like, wow, mama, we really do have to protect our Second Amendment rights. <laughs> this one's called How to Take Ownership of Your Life. This is for children. So... This is yeah. You're not really in the position to do that yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it's necessary. Just it's. Have you ever been blamed for something you didn't do? Broke a vase, ate all the pickles, cut all the cheese. If you're the person that got blamed, how does that make you feel? You want the culprit to take responsibility for what they did. I guess you could say you want them to own their actions. No one likes people that blame everyone else for their problems. So don't be that people. Don't. Here are...
Don't be don't that be people. Don't be that people. Yeah. What is that? Uh, I don't know why he don't said that. I think that's a joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're Maybe. Right. Yeah, four you're tips. Right. We're here. We're heading into our four tips for taking ownership of your life. So the first part, I was like listening to this and I was like, oh, that's not like a bad message necessarily where it's like, if you do something wrong, you have to realize that it, I mean, this is the way I've taught my daughter through her whole life is to say like, this is how what you did made me feel. Right. And then that in turn makes her feel bad. <laughs> yeah. It's a good turnabout. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, I mean, I do also agree with the blaming everybody else thing because it's like, Oh, this person did something. Now I can't do it. And it's like, but now you're stuck doing nothing at all. You know, yeah. I'm more of a, one of my, I, I am actually in take ownership of your life person. So I'll see what their advice is. But for me, it's like, if there's a fucking problem, it's like, what can I do to change? What can I do to make sure that doesn't happen again? I don't give a fuck about the other person because I'm not in control of that at all. I do too. I, I agree with you on, again, like I'm even a take ownership in, in that like I'm not a person that like, I mean, I, I'm not going to blame other people for whatever happens to me or whatever. And like, I think it's, I think it's like not even like the worst message to send to people but i think the way that prager you has decided to do it yeah. i i'm not fond of taking ownership of your life number one realize no one cares so <laughs> again i realize this as a 42 year old man i realize no one cares I don't think I'm telling my eight-year-old. Hey, you need to fucking realize no one gives a shit, okay? No one gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Crying this is about not somebody, a roast. You want somebody to get in trouble for stealing your markers? Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Steal them back. That's the only thing way things get done in this world. <laughs> Good meme. This is reality. Outside of your family and a few friends and a Nigerian prince who wants to send you a check in the mail, no one really cares about you that much. <laughs> Again. And also to a kid though, I think they might take that as like real. I, I think they might get Nigerian scammed because of that. That's true. That is true. I mean, that is wrong. And first of all, what what does a kid know about a Nigerian scam? I know. <laughs> what? Is, what? Why would you put this, that in this? Because his grandma's watching it. <laughs> no one is going to care about your life like you do. So if That's you want to have a good life, it's up to you to make it happen. Number two, stop using the word fair. Have you ever heard? Again, this is, this is how I can't comment. I'm a bias because this is exactly how I was raised. Same here. I mean, life, basically Brett, here Life's too. not fucking fair, okay? That's what my mom said every day of my life yeah me too i i that i mean so maybe so yeah maybe taking ownership of your life is actually a bad idea <laughs> and other people should take ownership of how they're fucking you know mistreating everybody else or affecting other people you should yeah. sort of spend time thinking about how you yeah. treat other people and i was a fucking of, asshole the pursuit of fairness is not a bad thing <laughs> like i i don't see pursuing fairness as like these fucking idiots want to make everything fair. It's like, no, I mean, it would be nice. That's, you know, what justice is. It's yeah. good. Why isn't my life fair?
I've never heard somebody say this that. This is the wrong question. It's the reason life isn't fair. fair. Mm -hmm. That's all kids say. Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. Which is, I mean, my dad would always say that's not even carnival. It's not a good joke, but what that's that? what my dad would say. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a pretty good joke. <laughs> not a good joke. Yeah, because it makes kids mad. It did make me mad. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good joke because it makes kids mad. That's a great parent joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was the I'm thirsty and then it's like, oh, hey, I'm Friday. Come over Saturday and we'll have a Sunday. Right. But yeah, I, I, I would be so fucking fired up and yelling about something and my dad would just... Like, it's not fair. And he'd be like, it's not even carnival. And I'd be like, fuck <laughs> you, man. Like, in my head, I would say that. Yeah. You know? Because life isn't fair to anyone. Life is kind of like gravity. Don't expect it to pull you any direction except for straight down to the burning hot core of the earth. Life this treats everyone the same. With <laughs> this is not even true. This is not even true, though. It's bigger, you kids. It is unfair. I, 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 it's, life is unfair. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, I don't know. Life is very unfair, but I don't want to tell, again, an eight-year-old that the earth is going to drag you down to the core. Don't figure it out. Just let it happen. Yes. And, uh, also, um, yeah, it's, it's not the same for everybody. I think he's tried to say that life is the same for everybody. It's really not. Like, fucking Silver Spoon kids don't have it bad. No, it's easy for them. Yeah. Life is You have a drug problem, fair. you go to fucking rehab. You go to four, you go to a, a rehab. You go, you have, you flunk out of school, you get a job at your dad's company. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of the earth. Life treats everyone the same with a bat to the face. Some no. people get hit poverty. harder than others. About poverty. Yeah, you're not talking about everybody. This is not universal at all. No. It's a fucking lie to think this is universal. Yeah, life treats poor people with a bat yeah. to the face. Life treats even middle class people to a bat to the face. It treats yeah. everybody except for like the top maybe 10% like a bat to the face. And then the top 10% perceive the bottom 90% saying like it's not fair that yeah. you have all that to like a bat to their face yeah like you have five houses i have none that's not fair like life isn't fair <laughs> i'm gonna kick you in the face down to hell yeah. but everyone gets hit everyone has problems money problems family problems relationship problems broken phone problems diarrhea problems dead pig problems bad day at work problems or the plague Stop focusing on problems. Complaining is nothing special. If you want to stand out, focus on how you can solve those problems. Number three, know your worst enemy. Now, that is the ugliest way to teach kids something, I think. Like, that, 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 that like, this is the way that the people that are fucking screaming about teachers unions and critical race theory. This is the way they want their kids to be taught. And it's so mean yeah, pick an and enemy dark. Now. Yeah, it's dark. Kindergarten's over, kid. We're not sharing shit anymore. <laughs> it's fight. I it's think, kill or be killed. I think this perfectly illustrates like the conservative mindset of like the the darkness yeah. within their souls you should honestly you're 12 you should be have a job by now <laughs> they should do coal mine stuff at your age 
Yeah. Which, what are you talking about, fair? Yeah, yeah. People suspect someone is out to get them. That behind every bush, a secret enemy is waiting to stop them from getting good grades or becoming a good athlete or whatever the heck you want. Well, this is true. And if you want to know who that lurking enemy is, go to your nearest sketchy bathroom. Open the door, turn on the faucet, wash your hands from the germs you just picked up from the bathroom door, and look in the mirror. Yeah. You are your own worst enemy. Now, you may be thinking, I love myself. I think positive I'm, thoughts. I've never thought that once in my life. I wish I thought that even one time. It's, oh, I love myself. It, it, it goes back and forth wildly for me. <laughs> This is not one of those days for me. <laughs> about me. That's, that's nice. But loving yourself doesn't mean making a bunch of bad decisions because it feels good. It okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna disagree. I don't know about that. Because the times I have even had a passing interest in myself is when I'm making bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the monetary system and like all of their rules and morals and stuff are the only reason I can't enjoy myself and love myself <laughs> and have fun is because I'm dealing with fucking skulls. <laughs> and sorry, I'm going to say it's not fair that you get to pick what I can smoke and what I can fucking drink and what I can snort. Yeah. And you pay, you decide that I have to make no money at all because I'm just entry level. So now I have to fucking struggle. Yes. Yeah. Or that like the only thing that... Or that the 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 constant persistent prison of like the present moment has left me to a point where like just buying one fucking t-shirt is enough to keep me alive for the week. Yeah. <laughs> buying one t-shirt when I have $90 in the bank is enough to keep me through the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Be best for you. So stop hurting yourself. I mean, come on, you're the one that chose to eat that third bag of chips or that eighth slice of cake. It wasn't some guy in a bush that forced you to fail that exam shit. because you stayed yeah, up all- fat phobia. I know. Well, I mean, and I'll eat eight pieces of cake. And, and every single time I eat eight pieces of cake or three bags of chips, I blame myself. And it feels good while I'm doing it. it. I'm not even, like, going to complain. And it's just- Rub your pot belly real hard and moan real loud? Yeah, complain. I just remember all those nights on tour laying in the bed complaining. Ugh. What it was. Why did I do it? Oh, I love it. That's why I did it. Wake up in the fucking morning after eating at midnight, eating fucking four large pieces of pizza at midnight. All night binge watching The Mandalorian. It was you. Stop making excuses for the stupid stuff you do in the name of self-love. Start loving yourself like a true friend. Number four, own I mean, your- that doesn't, once again, he doesn't, this is so wrong. I mean, does not even understand that we're on different planets right now. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. Like my, your friends, like just want you to be okay. They don't really want to like do shit for you. Yeah. I mean, they want everybody. I mean, I, I don't know if it's that they don't, it's not do it's stuff for you. Your friends aren't going to like your friends just want you to maintain you know, your friends want you to be happy and all that stuff, but they like can't do anything. They can't like make your life easier. And also you. there's, you know what the thing is, is that, I mean, coming to the realization is that like, I, I'm never going to live like a fucking square, not because of who I'm, what I'm choosing to be, not because of anything, because of who I am. Like, I've just, am never going to be on time for anything. <laughs> I'm never going to do that. I'm not going to even try anymore. 
because it just makes me fucking feel bad because that I never make it on time. I'm, and I'm not going to save money. I don't give a fuck about the future. Me and, and I, and I didn't that. make that decision. My my brain tells me every day, fuck the future. Who gives a fuck? Yep. <laughs> it wasn't my decision. <laughs> yeah. And, and making me wake up at seven in the morning every day and dutifully go to work and get a little square haircut and buy and wear the cheapest clothes I can get and never have any fucking fun is not going to help me in any sort of way. Mm-mm. That's going to make Dave your life Rams- suck. Dave Ramsey's Spartan lifestyle is not fucking for me. No. It no. makes me miserable. But I see I see dorks all the time. They're like, oh, we put another $100 in our Roth IRA. You know, can't <laughs> wait till we're 65 and live in the life. Yeah. Like, that's never me. Like, I will just die in the gutter and be happy that way. I that. mean, I'll figure out how to travel somehow. Like, I've, I've been able to figure it out so far. And yeah. I'll keep figuring it out over and over again. Uh there's yeah, the future is just conservative bullshit, man. That's all. Yeah, they're fucking Nazis. That's all. That's why they're Nazis because they think that there's one way to live. That everybody, if everybody just listens to them and follows their stupid fucking rules, they are they are the people that are trying to to make everybody the fucking same. Yeah, they want everybody to be Christian patriots. Yeah, and that's the the like last thing I want. No, to be. yeah. They they want I, yeah they want you to give a fuck about going to a job for a place that fucking hates you and will replace you. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a puppet. People want to be independent. They want to make their own decisions and do their own things and be their own person. Freedom. But how do you find this freedom? Some people think following their feelings is the path to freedom. Oh, he's just talking about what you were just yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you can. Guess here it is. I'll just play it. So what are you gonna do, bro? How are you gonna find freedom? I'm gonna follow the star in my heart and do whatever I want. Yeah! This works in the movies, but not real life. Oh. Be reasonable. Yeah, be, and fucking, again, oh, hey, man, I'm 10 years old. Uh, I want to be, I don't know, a professional gamer, maybe? Yeah, yep. And they're like, have you considered maybe doing spreadsheets learning excel uh just getting a trade or something like that it's like no motherfucker play the games dude go for it be a professional gamer i don't know if you got what it takes but it's worth a shot you know yeah that's how i think of it i was watching yesterday had on my i wasn't watching it watching it is such a strong word i was doing a podcast and i had on another screen in the room drone racing Whoa. And it takes place in an empty arena. And it's just guys sitting in chairs racing their drones through different obstacle courses. Okay. It looks so stupid. Is there like another drone that follows them around with the camera? No. How do you see the action? place the cameras in the arena at places that can kind of see the whole arena. And they put lights on all the drones. So each drone has a different color light. And they're racing? And yes, they're racing through like, it's basically like pilot wings. You ever play the game pilot wings where yeah. you have to go through the uh, rings? Yeah. It's basically pilot wings in that way. It's like professional pilot wings playing. Okay. <laughs> when are you ever going to feel like doing your homework or eating that salad or feel like doing those 50 push-ups, or feel like being a generous and See, caring person? This is... <laughs> Hey, when are 
are you ever going to feel like being a generous and caring Nobody person? wants to do it. Nobody should do it. <laughs> we never, we know life isn't fair. No one fucking cares. That's why we don't care about anybody else. When are you going to feel like being a generous and caring person? Like, yeah. that's going to happen. I've been waiting my whole life. <laughs> I'll go back a second just so we can catch that here. Feel like being a generous and caring person. Unless you're Mother Teresa, you probably won't. And if you are Mother what? Teresa, that is concerning. The point is, if you follow your feelings, you will not be free. You <laughs> How? <laughs> They're fucking evil, dude. My feelings do tell me to eat a salad, though. Yeah, yeah, yours do. I mean, I, mine don't generally, but sometimes they do. It's like sometimes I want vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. But they're talking about the, like, guys that order hamburgers with no rabbit food on it. <laughs> the heart attack grill patron. Yeah. They're talking about guys that eat at the heart attack grill three times a week and then die of a heart attack. And, like, while they're in the hospital bed, they're like, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, these... People are, are not making a good case for it. For conservatism? Yeah. For even for children? I mean, we already knew it was bad. I mean, I don't know. I've always known it was bad, but they're just saying it out loud now, I guess, to make it understandable for kids. It's so mean. It's like you should never you're not gonna have you're not gonna enjoy your life. It's called life. It's 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 called life. You don't get one though. No. You know? It's so mean. It's so dark hearted. I've I don't think I've ever seen anything for kids that is that fucking dark like just that like i don't know i know this is joker shit <clears throat> yeah because i don't i don't know where you end up like when you teach everybody this is like the yeah. worst way to teach anybody to be but Everyone's like this has to be an answer Th this is an answer to the way that we would teach our kids like, this is an answer to the way that people think kids should be taught, where it's like, let's all help each other out. Let's share. Hey, if there's a thing you want to do, fucking go for it. You know, don't yeah. let anybody tell you you can't do it. And you know what? If, if it doesn't fucking work out, it doesn't work out. You can go get a fucking regular ass guy job, right. you know? Yeah. If things are, un yeah, like I tell my kid, if things are unfair, fix it. Fucking fix it. If you notice it's unfair, don't fucking complain about it. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Your feelings, which constantly change and usually compel you to do really stupid things. Freedom comes with discipline, which I means mean instead. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The happiest little prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the ideal kid would be like. That does this? That, that like lives Brief by the Prager U kids. Briefcase like, kid. Watches every single one of villain, them. Villain. Just villain kid. Yeah. Answers answers really loudly and makes everybody else feel bad. Like I said, fills out the timetable sheet first. Gets it there just to make everybody else look sorry. The rich kid that's the uh, mean kid from the movies. Like if you watched Blake, a kid's some Blake. movie. Yeah. Yeah, when you watch a kid's movie and, like, uh, you know, I The Little Rascals. When you watch The Little Rascals and, like, they're all doing their soapboxes and then, you know, the rich kid comes up on his, his race car soapbox and you're like, that little son of a bitch. That's what you're raising when yeah. you tell him discipline. Hey, you know, what you're really going to need is a lot of discipline. And yeah. it's like, ew. <laughs> I don't know about that. And, um, I mean... The, I I mean my feeling 
my feelings are like the my major source of joy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's the it's the obligations that fucking suck. Like that's the shit that gets in the way. I think they're telling you though that joy is like a non-important part sure. of the equation of life. Yeah, there's an end goal. Yeah. Which is your I don't know why. Feelings making your decisions, you make your decisions. You you and only you can prevent stupid fires in your life. You control the brain that's connected to your arm that has the hand with the fingers that are holding that eight slice of cake. Not your feelings. You don't have Why to do it. Why is fat shaming? No one's gonna... It's all fucking fat shaming and my dad was the same fucking person. Yeah. They're fucking awful people. Yeah. They yeah. know nothing. They yeah. know nothing at all. No. Except for... Being judgmental fucking pieces of shit that isolate themselves from everybody else. Darkness and meanness. Yeah. Is, they, they live by the it's meanest possible way. Yeah. But they look at the darkest way to look at the world. And they're the meanest possible people. Yeah. And like... <clears throat> that's so cynical. Extremely fucking cynical attitude about everything. You're all on your own. Nobody gives a fuck about you. So you need to plan to, to uh, conquer everybody else. Yeah. And then... You know, a lot of times in the end, they don't end up conquering. They don't anybody. do shit. Yeah, They're they pathetic. Can do anything. These people are fucking pathetic. All the, I mean, the nobody people, likes them. They I don't know. go to. They don't go anywhere. They sit in a back room somewhere and watch TV. Yeah. Until they die. And they have yeah, they have a really nice four hundred one k. Yeah. That they don't ever fucking use. Yeah. Yeah. To do it, people sometimes say, "I just couldn't help myself. They made me do it." That does not Nobody work in court, that. and that will not work with your creator on Judgment Day. Or Judge... Uh, okay. <laughs> so we're doing this all for the creator. Creator's going to be like, let me check your homework. Oh, I gave you all those feelings. That was a problem. <laughs> Shouldn't have followed them. I'm your great creator, and I filled your head full of all of these things, and you fell for my trap. You, you fucked yourself up. You did things that made you happy. You tried to make things fair in the world. You cared about other people. You had kindness in your heart. That's not what I gave you a heart for. I gave you a cold, calculating brain to destroy your heart. Yes. <laughs> because it's your free will decision, no one else's. You will never be truly free until you stop letting your feelings control you. In summary, the bad news is life isn't fair and things outside of your control will pull you down and beat you up. It's but the good, good news music. is the one common denominator between you and all your problems is you. And when you take ownership of your own right. stupid, life still won't be fair, but it'll be a heck of a lot better. So go look yourself in the mirror because it's time to stand up against your own worst enemy. Thank you for watching this how-to So that- Somebody's mom who beats the shit out of them constantly and has them living in fear. And it's like, that's your problem, buddy. You did that. Yeah. You shouldn't be around your mom when she yeah. gets all mad. Yeah. Really fucking crazy. What a fucking, fucking world those people are living in. Or want to live in. Or, I mean, we really delusional. live in their world. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. It's the Dave Ramsey thing too. Where it's just like the world is a fucked up, disgusting place. You have to be more fucked up and disgusting to win at it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that is a tour through the darkest uh, part of American world. We we looked at Sully. We looked at Jim Brewer. And we looked at PragerU Kids. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Or Sunday. We'll be back Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, 8 o'clock p.m. Um <clears throat> 
If you know, if you're a teacher, I'd love to hear about your, your conferences. Uh, uh, if you know, you're having yeah weird trouble with the parents. <laughs> and if uh, you call in, there's an auto screener. So you can just say you're a teacher and we'll pick it up first. Um, Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back this Sunday at 8 p.m. You can find us on the live streams. We're on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, as always. Um, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies uh, about us and, and let them know what we're doing. Uh, tell James Prager. Tell James Prager what's going on. We found a way to live in a world that's fair. We're spreading this mess across the U.S. Don't worship. Our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread Please watch over my family, Lord, while I'm out here chasing bread It's like I always get bad news every day I jump out the bed So I roll a fat one up and I take one to the head Mama calling, said my auntie just found that she got counsel Couldn't do nothing but hold my head down, didn't even know how to answer Hung the phone up, called my auntie, told her she gon' be alright Don't nothing come before my family, I put that shit on my life Yeah, I sold dough just so my family could live good No matter how far I get from South Memphis, I'm still hood Auntie TJ called me, said she feel okay and send some pictures Whatever you go through, auntie, just know we right here with you Our Father, who art in heaven Yeah, I'm doing good, but I've been stressing Didn't come to ask for no money, but I've been stressing Couple of my niggas locked up, he got their family stressing So close to me that he damn near some kin to me So I treat him like blood Shit crazy, nigga stole from me It's all good, my nigga I ain't tripping, bruh, it's still love But hell nah, I can't fuck with you Hell nah, I don't trust you, nigga The crazy part, I still love you, nigga But I'll never give you nothing, nigga An OG once told me that you can have all the love in the world for the streets But the streets never love you, nigga Damn, this shit crazy That's why I roll up weed all day Tryna smoke my problems away That's why I gotta get rich right now Get this shit out of the way All I can do is ask for forgiveness Of my sins and pray for better Yeah, I'm doing good But I've been stressing Didn't come to ask for no money But I've been stressing Couple of my niggas locked up He got their family stressing